Grab your fork and grab your knife Morning, afternoon and night Mama's recipe and mine We're about to have a good time Hey sis, eat this Hey sis, eat this Woohoo! Hey, sis. Hey, sis. How's it going? Well, I mean, I don't know. How are you feeling? We had a rough bout there last week. Oh, my God. Did we ever. I flew into L.A. to do all these amazing recordings. And yeah, we'd never had so many interviews lined up. And it was like back to back interviews. Yeah. And that cold that's going around just took me down. Me too. Yes. We both had it. We were both sick as dogs and we literally didn't see each other, but we were in the same house. (laughs) It was quarantining. (laughs) Quarantining in our separate rooms. So we didn't get to cook together. We didn't get to make crostini together. (laughs) I had the stuff for crostini too. Of course you did. (laughs) God, I'm still, it's still a little something in my chest. Oh, same. And then Jason, your hubs was sick too. So it's like, he's still sick. Well, I'm, I can imagine, but the three of us were like a coughing choir. Oh, it was disgusting. I could hear it through the walls. (laughs) Oh my God. It was like exact coughing choir. But I mean, we've had a couple weeks now of, of not really sitting down to chit chat about things. Whitney, I need to fill you in on my dinner At Pizzeria Bianco. You know the guy Uh, from Netflix? I do. Well, I know him because I went to Arizona State and that's where Mm. Pizzeria Bianco was founded. Oh, so that was a thing when you were in college? Oh, yeah. I've been going there since college. It's amazing. Well, for those of you who haven't seen Chris Bianco featured on Chef's Table, it's really a must watch. I mean, he is an incredible guy and uh, chef and his story Mm -hmm. is really amazing. But he opened a restaurant in LA, which is nearly impossible to get a reservation. But my girlfriend, Dina, got one for her birthday and the two of us took the trek downtown. It took an hour and a half to get there. Hopefully you had some roadies. We had some roadies. It was delicious, but the real highlight was that Mr. Bianco was there and he doesn't oh. even live in LA. So he was there having dinner with Jimmy Kimmel because now after the Netflix show, everybody wants to right. meet him. And he came up to our table and he was, I mean, I think it's because Dina's so drop dead beautiful that he <laughs> yes. maybe came up to our table. But um, So are you, sister. Thank you, Whitney. I appreciate that. You, you two hotties out on the town. I don't know. Ooh. Well, she's like, she's an Italian, you know? So I think he felt that like Italian blood. Or <laughs> so he came, well, he's a married man. He, nothing, nothing, nothing bad was going on, but he came over and she was like, oh, my friend has a podcast, blah, 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 cooking podcast. So he's on our hit list next. So we want to get Mr. Bianco on there, yes. but, but his pizza Rosa, which is his famous pizza with mm-hmm. really, really thinly sliced red onions and yeah. pistachios is... TDF. It's a panty dropper. I mean, everything we had was a panty dropper, but it was really fun. And I highly suggest anybody waiting in line or trying to get a reservation there because not only is he lovely, it was delicious pizza. Well, let's go back when I'm in LA next. I haven't had it in a very long time. He's amazing. I mean, his hair looks like a cockatoo, like a bird, but he is just Uh, the funniest. He's so cute little Italian guy. But anyway. Oh, I can't wait. I love that place. It's great. Well, After our sickness, we finally got well enough to go to Vegas for 
the Chicks residency, which yeah, we've we been went back to Vegas. Yeah, we've been waiting to go. The dads are finally back from their three month Australian tour. So, but do we need to explain to the audience about the Chicks and our history with the Chicks, formerly known as the Dixie Chicks? Because I don't think we really have talked about it that much, and it's an important part of our lives. We haven't. We've we've talked about our our love of Howard, but we have not talked about the equally obsession with the chicks. Yeah. So Whitney and I went to a school in Dallas where the chicks went, but they weren't the chicks then. They were just a nerdy little banjo and violin player that in high school turned their skills into a bluegrass band pretty much and had a different singer than Natalie. Natalie's not from Dallas, but we kind of started following their career when we were really little, um, including going to the Fort Worth. Yeah. Well, their mother was my eighth grade homeroom teacher. Right. Um, and so we kind of started following them. We'd go to the Fort Worth rodeo and Mm -hmm. see them open for the Judds. I mean, we have a long history with the chicks. And, um, so we've kind of followed them around as some people follow the Grateful Dead around (laughs) or fish. (laughs) We're chick heads. (laughs) (laughs) We're chick heads. We're total chick heads. And in fact, I had a very... I think probably frightening for her run in with Natalie Maines um, at the Brentwood Park one day when I saw her and accosted her and I'm listening to your music right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We'd just gone to the concert like in 2016. And I totally fangirled to the point where she was like running away from me. I would have done but, the same. Um, I was like, oh, oh, Natalie and Emily's mom, that, that, that was my eighth grade teacher. And she's like, uh-huh, okay. Um, but we're still on a quest. I'm still yes. on a quest to make her my friend. But dad thinks that he got the residency started, right? Oh, right. Yes. What was that story about? Well, he put on their Facebook fan page like five years ago, please do a residency in Vegas. So he was saying at the concert, he's like, this is because of me. I think that they're, they think they're people like saw my post on Facebook and that's why they're doing it. But anyway, they are kicking off their world tour and they were phenomenal. These women are just incredible musicians and was like such a highlight. And to be there with dad and Drew and Lance and our new friend, Steve Sink, um, that we met. Yeah, well, well, I'll give a brief overview of our, our new friend, Stephen Sink. We had an extra <laughs> ticket. And in this case, it worked out very nicely. So Lance was like, okay, I'm going to go give this to the ticket person. And he didn't tell us he was doing this until Stephen... The will call guy. Yeah, Stephen right? showed yeah. up in the booth. And he went up there and said to the to the gal, you know, we have an extra ticket, great seats, will you give it to someone who is just here by themselves and make sure they're worthy? And the girl was like, yeah, okay, cool. I mean, this was a real good ticket, by the way, center front. I mean, it was incredible. So we are there rocking out and this guy comes up and he is like, you know, when Taylor Swift used to win the awards back in the day and her face was like, yeah, that was him. And we don't know what's happening and Lance is watching it. And then we look over and we're like, hi. And he's like, oh my God, thank you so much for the ticket. And we were like, oh, save my life. This is the best moment of my life. Yeah. Yes. And he was amazing. We are best friends. We've been texting already. He knows, he knew every word to every yes. song, just like us. And yes. we sang our hearts out. Yes. And he's just the cutest. And I think you said it best. You said there could not have been another person that we would have given that ticket to that would have appreciated it as much as I know. Steven. 
I asked a lot of my friends, nobody could do it. But you know what? At the end of the day, I'm glad that Stephen was Steve Sink was my date because I don't think there would have been, there's not one person on this earth that would have appreciated the tickets more. And he has that deep love for the chicks that we do. He's a chick head as well. And uh, I look forward to seeing him at the uh, next one, maybe in Colorado or uh, Delaware, wherever we decide to go follow them. Yeah, let's do it. I can't wait. It was a blast. And then the concert wrapped up and he's like, okay, we need to go to Bellagio and have espresso martinis on me. And so Lance and I went and we had a blast. And I, per usual, went back to my room to go to sleep. You know, you know, you were still recovering. But thank God. And then you also didn't you have some frightening wasabi pee reaction or something on (laughs) your face? Oh, my gosh. Yes. So I don't know what it is, but every time I'm in L.A. at your house, I get really bad eczema on my face, like around my mouth. I don't I mean, maybe, but whatever it is, it always happens. And then, you know, my immune system was obviously down because I had that cold and I get to Vegas and we are going to go meet dad and Drew for dinner. And I'm like, God, I'm starving. Like, let's just go to the bar and get a quick snack. So we go to the bar, get an espresso martini and they have wasabi peas. And I'm like, just housing Mm. these things. So (laughs) I'm like, I got to go get in the shower right now. So I go up into the elevator and I'm like, my mouth's kind of feeling a little something around there. And, um, I get out of the shower and my face bright red like all around my mouth is bright red under my eyes around my eyes and I'm like oh god damn it what the hell is going on we can post a picture if we want to if you want you sent me that picture we really could and Lance comes in and he's like what the fuck is going on with your face (laughs) I'm like don't worry about it it's totally fine I just need you to go to the CVS and get me some Benadryl and he's like oh are you sure you don't want to go to the hospital and I'm like yes I'm fine as it's, long as your tongue's not swelling yeah, up and I was your like, throat's, my throat's, not, throat's closing. not closing, everything's good, just go. So he comes back, I down the Benadryl and put on well, thank a- God Benadryl has more of a cocaine effect on you than oh say like a marijuana effect. God. So, And I put on a ton <laughs> of makeup and cover up my weird face and we go meet the dads. And then it was like, I was on crack because Benadryl does make me super hyper. And I was like- <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm talking so much. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But yeah. crisis averted. Well, and you'd had an espresso martini, so that probably helped as well. True. But I got back in time for Mother's Day, yes. only to come home to a very sick husband, still hacking it up on the couch. And yeah. we we were going to go picnic and have like wine and cheese with our friends. That was canceled. God, you should have just gone. I mean, it was your Mother's I Day. I know, I know. <laughs> but you know what? I just, I had so much laundry to do. I did a lot of like stuff. Yeah. So I made burgers and we just kind of kept it simple. Anyway, it was fine. But I did get a really, really cool Mother's Day gift right. that... I asked for that. The kids are like, they think it's the weirdest thing ever. I got some new <laughs> knives. I said, amazing. they asked me what I wanted for, and I said, I need new kitchen knives. My knives yep. are so dull. I've had them since our wedding. And I, you know, because oh, I have wow. a cooking podcast, I can't be such a fraud. Yes. So when Jason goes to buy a gift, like he's not like, he doesn't give me like big gifts a lot, but when he does, he like does a lot of research. Like, you know, he gives me like quality gifts. Right. So yeah, he gets very into it. So he Mm -hmm. went to this like crazy Japanese knife store in Beverly Hills 
and with this Jewish owner who is like obsessed with Japanese cooking knives. And everyone that works there is either like a sushi chef or a chef. And he's like, I, I was, I told them they're going to have to be on your podcast. I told them all about it. But anyway, yes. he goes, I went into, he goes, I went in to buy you a set of knives. And I went, a set of knives. I said, did they laugh at you? He goes, yes. Cause I didn't realize that real chefs don't buy sets of knives. Yeah, it's That's not only like a butcher like, block know, full of Right, right. Like that you get at Ikea. Reagan's like, I don't understand why you want knives. That's such a weird Mother's Day gift. (laughs) Honey, you know what? It it's for my craft. It's for my craft. And I really love it. And if any of you get out of line, then I can use it as a weapon. Just kidding. (laughs) That's right. Don't make me get out my slice and knife. Well, I'm so curious because as we've talked about, I don't know if we've talked about it on the podcast, but once you get a knife. No, we have talked about this. Okay. On the podcast. And it gets dull. It's like, there's, there's no getting it sharp again. Right. Even when you get it sharpened by professional sharpeners. Yes. It's like, I almost don't even want to use these knives because they're just so <sighs> beautiful. They need to be used. Got it. It cut that onion. It minced mm. so nicely. Mm. Mm. I had Jason, come here, come here, try this. Slice through this piece of cheese. Now slice through <laughs> with this old knife. And, and, and he was like, you do oh, a tomato. Wow. That's very satisfying. Well, I didn't have any tomatoes, which mm. is so strange. So, but I did want to, because that was like my first yes. thing. If you can get a nice clean slice mm. on a tomato without a serrated, you know, mm. that thing is sharp AF. Yep. Well, I have a brief Mother's Day because our mama was here in Dallas and Lance and I flew mm-hmm. back from Vegas and we didn't get back till, you know, eight o'clock. So we went over there. I just got a new martini shaker because Ooh. it's really awesome. I don't know the name oh, of it. Oh, is it that Yes, special... the one that Kate was telling us about. Yes. Explain to the audience what it is. Basically, it's insulated. So your hands don't get cold when you're shaking yes. the martini. <sighs> Like your hands don't stick to the martini shaker, which happens to me. Yes. And then what's cool about it too, is the top of it is the measure. Mm -hmm. So you don't need a jigger. You can pour it in there and it has the lines already on there in the top. I never need a jigger. I just pour. I pour until it feels right. (laughs) (laughs) Some days are lighter than others, you know. Or until you feel light. (laughs) Right. I feel light. Right. Yeah. Whatever. Both. Well, (laughs) anyway, I made up a batch of Hasis martinis and brought it to mom's, but, um, we get over there and we're like, Oh, happy mother's day. Mama. And she's like, are y'all hungry? You haven't eaten dinner. Haven't you? Okay. I've got burgers. You want me to make burgers? And so she like already had burgers. So on mother's day, our sweet mama made, well, I made burgers too to bring it full circle. Yeah. But yeah, our sweet mama took care of us on Mother's Day. It was really nice. Well, she can't ever stop. She's the sweetest. She's the best. Well, I'm excited to get into this episode today with our listeners because when I was a very young mommy in LA, I went to a baby group and this bouncy, effervescent, (laughs) redheadish kind of strawberry blonde beauty comes rocking up to me. Hi, hi, I'm Mary. I'm Mary. And just starts... (laughs) talking to me and it was like love at first sight. I mean, literally love at first sight. And she and I became Insta best friends. And from then on, we were thick as thieves until I found out she had an identical twin sister. So over the years, we've all become friends. Yeah. But these two identical twins uh, just have a diaper ready is all I'm going to (laughs) say as you listen to this episode because it is LOL. It is. And Mary's just so funny. And the thing that we always call her is stop it because yeah. you'll be telling a story. And instead of like most people are like, oh my God, shut up. She's like, stop it. 
Stop it right now. Stop Stop it. it. So she's (laughs) stop it, Mary. She's amazing. She is. I love her to death. There's a lot of little Maryisms we all say because we love her so much. And Emily too. Love Emily too. All right. Stop, stop, stop it. Stop it. Let's get into the episode. Okay. Let's do it. Hey, sis. Hey, sis. I have a feeling that this could be double the fun today. I couldn't agree more. This is a first for us on Hey, Sis, Eat This. There are two sisters who might even be closer than we are, Courtney. Probably. Mary and Emily Bechet are identical twins from Chicago. Two of our best friends in the world. Yes. And we just want to welcome you both to Hey, Sis, Eat This. Welcome, Mary. Welcome, Emily. Thank you, ladies. Thanks so much, guys, for having us. We've been trying to wrangle these two since the inception of this podcast because they're so darn funny. They're incredible human beings, incredible mothers. And I actually met Mary in a toddler class with our oldest kids when they were really little. And ever since then, we've just been doing life together. And by life, I mean... (laughs) Bad choices. Sometimes... We've been known to call each other sister wife, sister wives, um, <laughs> because we're so close. And no, you know, we eat our cheese plates, we drink our wine and we raise our kids, right? It's pretty simple. We are just thrilled to have you both here. I've developed a great relationship with Mary as well when I lived in L.A. And she is kind of my stand in when I'm not in L.A. She is such a sister to my sister. And I can't thank you enough for that. And then when I was going through my IVF journey, Mary said, oh, you got to call my sister. So I did. And Emily was so there for me and supported me and just gave me great advice. And I can't thank you enough for that because you really got me through a real hard time in my life. And so you girls are so special to us. Very important to us both. Well, we love you guys. I want to say thank you to you ladies, too, because even though I'm not in... With you, you guys are amazing, truly. Thank you. And I think it's so awesome that you're there for my sister and I just, and for me in other ways. And I just truly, I really appreciate you both. So thank you. We love you. We'll we'll do a sister's, we'll do a big sister's trip one of these days. It has to happen. Yeah, it definitely has to happen. Emily, so I know it's just not the two of you, the two identical twins. You have a brother, (laughs) Spike, right? Um, Tell us a little bit about your brother and how did he get that name, Spike? Oh, uh, way to go and throw me there. Um, So (laughs) Spike is our younger brother. And when my mom was pregnant, my dad said, if we have a son, we're he's going to have a really strong name like Spiker Thor. And <laughs> my sister and I just said, okay, um, if he's a boy, we're naming him Spike. And so we started going to our like daycare or whatever at the time. And we told everyone our brother was going to be named Spike. And so it just kind of stuck. And now he's even Uncle Spike. And my kids don't even realize his real name is Eric. They just call him Spike. <laughs> That's amazing. Eric. Okay. I've known you guys now for like over a decade and I never knew his real name was Eric's. I just thought it was Spike. I knew there was a story there. Yeah. My parents were really creative. It was um, Eric after my dad and Eric. Mary is my mom and Mary is my sister. And I'm the only one with the name. So it's Eric, Eric, Emily, and Mary and Mary. And people used to call our house and they'd be like, hey, is Mary there? And we were so mean. We'd be like, 
um, the old one or the young one. <laughs> and yeah, no joke. So don't ever do that to your children and name them the same name oh, or they'll be you. Good advice to our listeners. Mm-hmm. Was there a joke about Eric and Eric? Or was it just old Eric? No, because he just went by Spike, so there was no right. question. <laughs> right, right. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. Sadly, Spike can't be with us here today, so you guys will have to do all the heavy lifting. Right. Mary, give us a little background on you and Emily, your identical twins. Who's older? Who's younger? Okay, cool. So Emily is um, 10 minutes older. Wow, 10 minutes. Yeah, undetected twins. Can you believe that? My Wait. mom is a saint. I'm sorry, a what? A saint. I thought you were older. Uh-uh. She's older. By so 10 how minutes. did you get the Mary name? Well, that's how. Because um, back in the day, like when my mom was pregnant, they thought there was just one baby. And our heartbeats were like the same, you know. So um, when the whole time she's like, I'm having twins. And they're like, you young, you know, you don't know what you're talking about, lady. And because my parents were pretty young when they had us. And was she just ginormous is what she why she thought? I mean, she was she felt huge. Like, <laughs> yeah, she couldn't even sit in the front seat of the car. She's like 21. <laughs> yeah, she's, like, yeah, just, she's so little. And then she's like having twins and no one believes her. Um, so she had Emily. You know, and then they're like cleaning everything up. And after baby still kind of look pregnant and she's like, there's another baby. Oh, my God. So <laughs> your mom said there's another baby. Yeah. I mean, the doctors are like cleaning everything up. Right. Oh, like, my God. She can yeah. feel it. Yeah. And so I came about 10 minutes later and they didn't have a name picked out for me. So like they had one car seat, one crib, one everything. Oh, I my mean, God. Did they sue the hospital? No, I don't think that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think they thought about it at the time. Um, but yeah, it's Why crazy. Why would they sue the hospital? It's not their fault that she's pregnant with twins. Because <laughs> they didn't detect Yeah, twins. but they, they didn't have oh. the technology, I think, really, totally yeah. back then. Yeah, wow. they didn't have that. It's crazy. Oh, God, that is wild. So she named me after, everybody in the Midwest back then, right, is named Mary. So she named me after her best friend, Mary Margaret. You that know? was a shocker. For sure. God, that's funny. Did they put you two in a crib together for when you were first born or did they just run out to Sears and get you another crib? Well, I know they had to go get another car seat. I totally left the hospital sitting in my mom's lap in the front seat. That's how old I am. There was no car seat in the 70s. Like really? That. Oh, no. I, didn't I think know you might have been borderline in the lap, too. Did I don't mom know. also have a cigarette driving home? Probably. probably. <laughs> no, but they used to have to paint one of our fingernails to keep us so they could tell which one's who. Oh, that's cute. I have always wondered about that with identical twins. Like you get them home and, it's crazy, right? and you're like, "Ooh, where's the birthmark? No. Yeah, for sure. We were very identical when we were little. Wow. I mean, your mom could have very easily gotten drunk and then like it chipped off. And then they were like, OK, wait a minute. Hold on a second. I think that's, you know. Wow. I mean, it's trippy to think Just about that. One. Yeah. Just pick one. Just pick one. Just pick one. I think that's Mary. Just put that bread, put it on her pinky quick. I, I think always, it's Mary. I always, I always felt like an Emily. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's your relationship like, the two of you? Oh, no, we're super close. I would say, like, Emily, I feel like I talk to her a hundred times a day. You know, it's it's the best. Although we live in different cities and um, kind of have different experiences now because different friends and well, you know, but children, yeah, and... for sure. But no, but it's awesome because our kids are all at the same ages. We kind of are going through life. So similar experiences, just, you know, unfortunately, distance kind of is in the way. But we make sure we see each other. We, we know what that yeah. feels like. Yeah, for sure. So because I've known you for so long, I've met your mom many times when she comes out to visit. 
Mama, Mary Rita, or just old Mary, <laughs> as you guys used to call her. Um, and she's sweet. And I just adore her. She's so generous. That's where you guys get your generous spirit, I know. Um, but we want to hear from you ladies. Emily, tell us a little bit about Mama Mary. Growing up, she was pretty strict. But as we've gotten older, we got to do fun, pretty fun stuff. I don't know what I was thinking, but in college, I was um, an education major. Mm -hmm. And so, (laughs) yeah, um, I couldn't go on spring break with my friends. And so my parents would say, no problem. Don't worry. You can still go on spring break, but you can go with your mom. (laughs) Where do you want to go? You can go anywhere you want. I'm like, awesome. I know where I want to go. And they're like, where? I'm like, Miami. (laughs) Every time my right hand up to God, I probably went to Miami. I don't even know how many times with my mom, probably at least three times in college with my mom to Miami. Oh my God. And we would just lay out. Sorry, she's got skin cancer now. (laughs) Oh God. But yeah. And so, but my sister was so much smarter than I was. She's like, mom, let's go to Europe. (laughs) So so my mom would get the best of both worlds. She'd go to Europe with my sister (laughs) and travel and sightsee. And then she'd get to go with me and we'd just lay out and go to the beach. And um, yeah, so life is pretty good. It's really cute. That's amazing. How did Mary Rita teach you to be these generous human beings that you are? I've never met more generous people. I mean, you never show up empty handed anywhere and neither does your mother. But how did she instill that value in you as a child? I think that my mom is really incredible. I think she did more than most moms and dads combined. My dad was not home most of the time. Right. So she did the job of mom and dad and anything else we needed. And while having three kids and making it all work, right? whether it was, you know, being the tutor and helping us with school or taking us to school or making these meals. But she still was working her ass off and making it showing up. Yeah. And, right. and she was there every night to put us to bed. And, you know, she, while she she's always made her friendships and her relationship with my dad. And there's she's had a, she has a lot of things going on for herself, too. Mm-hmm. But. I've always felt like she has made um, my brother and my sister and I um, all a priority, the priority, like Mm. the priority. And I think her life was dedicated to us. And I give my mom such I have such respect and love for my mom because I think that's it's hard to do. And as a mom, I know how hard it is to do. And I do think that she put us first always. Yeah, but I think that's how she was raised. Like, I think her sisters are the same way. Like my aunt's. They've helped each other. And I just feel like that's just, it's just how it is. Yeah, it takes like, a village. A long line of strong women. For sure. And did mm-hmm. you see her interacting with her sisters? Do you think that was influential in y'all's relationship? Oh, for sure. For sure. And I think that's why it's so important to me that even though Mary lives so far away, that it's so important for me that our kids are close because we grew up with aunts that lived very close and they would just be able to stop by and the cousins that were close. And even though we might not be very close to them now to have that bond, I think is so important. Yeah. It's beautiful. I just want to go back to the twin thing for a minute. Did she dress you ladies alike when you were little beyond? Yeah. Really down to the matching bow. Oh, everything, Mm -hmm. everything. Oh my God. Do you remember when we were supposed to go to that birthday party? No. Oh, 
Wait, it was what? major drama. We were in like fourth grade and <laughs> she made us wear these matching jumpers. Fourth Love you, mom. Grade? But you had to wear she, she like went, it was like two, we finally said enough's enough. And I said, mom, <laughs> I am not going to match my sister anymore. And we're not going to be matching at this birthday party. And she said, if you don't go to the birthday party in the, ma- remember we brought this up and she got very upset about no. it. Um, anyway, she said, if you don't go in these matching outfits, you're not going to go. And I said, fine. And so we did not go to the birthday mm-hmm. party and it was like in the city, it was like a big deal, but we were so upset because we wanted to be our own people and <laughs> yes. not dress alike anymore. Good for you. You said your ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love so it. I wonder where our kids get it, Mayor. Yeah. yeah. Right. That is funny. Oh yeah, no, we had to wear like these bright, and they were like horrible. She loved them, the Talbots, you know. The oh world. yeah, Talbots had kids back in the day. Oh lord, mm-hmm. have mercy! And it was like granimal style, so it was like <laughs> bright purple, like with orange shorts. Very eighties. Oh. Oh. And then you had two coming at you, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. oh my god. <laughs> frightening. I think most shirts had like some fruit on it. Oh yeah, it was a lot of fruit. Here come the Bechet twins. I- Fourth grade's a little old to make you match, I gotta say. Mary well, like, Rita, shame on you, Mary Rita. But you know what? Maybe she knew what she was doing because, like, now we still like have similar interests, like similar tastes. So I'm like, oh, that's a cute sweater. Send me the link right now. Yeah. You know, <laughs> of so you know, it that's actually cute. works out. Well, also, it's just easy too, right? She isn't. She probably didn't want to spend the time having to buy clothings to fit your bo- both of your different personalities. So it's like, it's the same one and done. I'm a busy mom with three kids. Right. They're dressing alike. That so actually I makes think, a lot of sense. Yeah, I think it's actually smart. And Spike. Did they, did Spike have to dress like y'all too? Oh, thank God. No, no. He, he, he got, uh, he got to do, you know, his own thing, luckily for him. Oh, but yeah. Good. Of course. Spike always gets to do his own thing. He does. Young Mary, tell us a little bit about old Mary. Oh, she's hysterical. She's, She's so funny and she um she has a lot of uh a lot of talents. So I know this is mainly a cooking show. Not really. It's a mom oh, okay. show. Cooking we welcome mom show. All okay. talents. But cooking was is never really her, you know, like gift in life. Oh my god, we have to pray she never listens to No, this. but no, whatever. But dad would say it's her gift. But I Okay, I know, but I would say like she's she's awesome. Like she learned how to golf as an adult. And she's a really good golfer. She can like knit like no one's business, like wow. makes amazing stuff. She is an, reads like books, multiple books like a week. I feel like she's that's in, where you get it from. She, she She's been in a book club for like 20 years or something crazy. So, yeah, she's awesome. She wants to keep learning. And yeah, for sure. Things. For sure. Do they actually read the book? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there's a lot of wine involved, but uh, she, she'll come back because she's in Florida. So she'll come back for her book clubs and stuff. Oh, our mom goes to a book club, but they don't read the book. And she's been in it for like 20 years as well. But yeah. n- none of them have ever once read the book. I don't they think. have someone come in and tell them about the book. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. And just have lunch. Oh, love it. Yeah. Can I join that one? <laughs> <laughs> Same. Mary, describe what it was like around your dinner table growing up. It was really, it was fun. It was really fun. I think it was, it was always, you know, running in between sports and, but my mom always did make dinner happen, whether, you know, no matter how rushed it was or whatever, I do remember always sitting around the dinner table as, and my dad traveled a lot. So kudos to my mom for making that happen, actually. Oh my God, Mary, t- speaking of dinner though, tell them the time that Spike started choking at dinner. <laughs> oh my God. So get this. Okay. So um, we had neighbors across the street who were like family, right? Like, and so this woman, Lisa and her son, Connor would come over all the time. Like, we'd do vacations with them 
they were Christmas, everything. Yeah, yeah. They were like an extra brother. To, yeah. You know, he was like an extra brother for us. And we're all sitting there and like, granted, like Lisa's a nurse. My mom is, you know, a mom of three. Emily and I were in freshman year of high school at this point. And my mom had made hot dogs for dinner. Oh, oh boy. You know? Very gourmet, ladies. Very gourmet. Hey, <laughs> you know, you, you, hey, you got to do what you, you, you got to do. At this point, I totally get it. So we're all sitting there and all of a sudden my brother starts like choking, like literally turning blue. My mom does not do well in it, like a panic situation. Oh God, mm-hmm. I wouldn't either. She gets up. She like, when she realizes what's happening, she storms through the kitchen. Well, no, no, no. What? Hold on a what? second. First, you're like, Spike, shut up. That's not funny. Stop oh. it right now. <laughs> Wait, me or mom? So I did that. Oh, you yeah. did. Yeah, totally. And you're like, knock it off, Spike. And my mom's like, oh, oh he's really choking. He's choking me. He's choking. Stop it. Because then he started turning blue. Yeah, so then remember, <laughs> remember what she was going to do? She went to go get a pen. So she'd trach him. Oh, my God. Stop it right now. Yeah, and she's not a doctor. She doesn't know what she's doing. She's like, I'm going to create air. What about the Heimlich maneuver? I got, oh, my God. She went to get the big pen. Yeah. Oh, wait, guys. And also, the lady at the other table, our family friend, is a nurse. She is a nurse. And she was just sitting there watching it yeah, unfold. Yeah. Everyone was freaking out. So I get up and I'm like, I got this. You? I gave him the Heimlich. Oh my God. How old were you again? Freshman. Mary, we had just learned about it in gym class. It was like, we had just learned about it in gym class. And so literally it took like two pumps and it flew right out like they say it does. Oh my God. You saved his life. It's, yeah. Well, my mom might have. My mom. Oh, your mom might have killed him, shoving a big yeah. pen in his tray. No shit. And Mary, didn't you get an A in, in gym after that? You I better have. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like. I have something to share today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Coach Spencer, uh, I'd like to share a story. <laughs> <laughs> it was for extra credit. Uh-huh. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? True story. Emily, was Mary a good cook? What were some of the standout dishes that y'all had? So my mom is an awesome, she can make awesome lasagna. Seriously, though, I have had the lasagna. Mary's made it for me a couple times and it is insane. And we will need that recipe to put up on our website if if Mary, if Mary Rita is okay with it, because it's phenomenal. I'm sure she'd be thrilled. Yeah, it's really good. But on a weekly basis, chicken marinated in milk. (gasps) What? Was the go to a weekly basis? Oh, yeah. Were there any seasonings in the milk or just straight? No, it's just the milk. No, but uh, uh, this is true. It kept it moist, you know. Yeah, we have a lot of questions here. It's not buttermilk? No, no, just milk. And there's no like salt and pepper? I don't think so. I don't know. And then how did she cook the chicken? In the oven. Baked. (laughs) It was baking, simmering in the milk. Oh. This mm-hmm. is true. But talk about the sides that went with it. Remember the sides? And with the vegetable of a corn oh. <laughs> or canned corn, guys. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Canned green bean. I love you, mom. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> or a potato. It's just a little carb heavy, but you know what? It it's it was the Midwest in the nineties and you know, they're totally it sounds like that I got I can't get past the chicken and milk. I, I it was literally about to say the same thing. I was like, <laughs> I cannot wrap my head around the milk chicken. But she had dinner on the table. She had dinner on the table and mm-hmm. her lasagna makes up for it. I'm just saying. True.
now that we've had some snacks, let's move on to the main course. Well, it never ceases to amaze us just how very few parents, including ours, ever have that sex talk with their kids. And Emily, was Mary Rita open with you about sex? I think she said to my dad, go deal with it. And I think she washed the floors or something. Oh, my God. While you talked to us about it. Your dad gave you the sex talk? Yeah. Oh, wow. She didn't sit you girls down and have the conversation. No, no. He um he read us a book. But thank God we had it together, right? Like, because that would have been even weirder. Yeah, but we already knew about it when he told us. All right. You know what I'm going to ask? At what age? Oh, our cousins told us first. We were really little when our cousins told us. <laughs> like, was it like fourth grade? When we our cousins told us? No, when dad sat us down. Yeah, I mean, it started with like a chicken. Yeah, it was like <laughs> yeah. some kind of animal. What? Like an animal book. But then the weirdest part about the whole thing, right? And, and you're going to agree with me. Do you remember mm, this part? I don't know. Not to go into science, but he wanted to explain how we're twins and how the eggs splits for identical twins. Oh, my god! So it's fraternal. I mean, he's going he like loves science. So it's like he that's how he's kind of explaining it to make it like less awkward for him, I think. Right. So he, he takes out men's dress socks. Oh, no. <laughs> and he no, no joke. And he like separates the pair of the dress socks and he like makes them look like eggs or so. I don't know what oh, he was doing. I think I, we were so disturbed by his whole explanation with dress socks and the whole thing. Yeah. He always likes visuals. He likes yeah, it. I mean, like, we don't need it. That I, I, all I want to be like is, Mom, how could you do yeah. that? <laughs> how could you make Dad tell us? Like, so uncomfortable. But so obviously your mom just wanted to have no part of that sex conversation. No, she's she's always been very uncomfortable with anything sexually related. Like, I think I asked her once about like blowjobs. Oh, oh my she, gosh. No, I no, because like I had heard about yeah. it or so, I don't know, and I remember her just like just turning like boo white. Like I think we were in the dining room or something at the time and she was like <laughs> And I think we just just the conversation just there was no reply. <laughs> like there was no were you in high school? No, no, not even. No, much younger. But like, you know, I, I think I'd heard about it or something. I don't know. And you're like, pass the peas. Mom, can you tell me about blowjobs? Totally, <laughs> totally. Obviously, sounds like sex was a very awkward, taboo topic. Was there anything that was ever super embarrassing, Mary? Yeah, Emily, Emily. What? The worst is we had seen, um, back in the day, there's this movie, Brad Pitt, Hot, 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 right? Mm-hmm. Everybody can agree. Ugh, my number one. We had seen Meet Joe Black at the movie theaters. Do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. We were on a plane going to Hawaii um, as a family. And back in the day, they didn't have, like, personal movie screens. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they did, but we were, right. like, in coach. they showed him. But the, they yes. showed him, oh, right. like, for the entire, like, right. sections, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So, lucky us, Meet Joe Black is playing on the airplane. Okay. And at this point, we're in high school. And when you watch a movie on the airplane... They don't cut it, right? Like they really? show it. And there's this like sex scene that's like pretty graphic. Not gra- I mean, not really? With nudity? Yeah. It was so hot. It was so hot. But yeah. I know what I'm going to be watching For later. Sure. <laughs> All of a sudden, my mom gets up and like storms the like the area where the screen is. No. She stands up with her body. No. No. Yes, no, no, this no. is true. And she like oh, tries for sure. to block true the story, screen. True story, guys. True story. So we oh can't see it. Oh Emily and I are like cringing in our seats. We're like, oh, sit no. down, oh, mom. No. We've oh, no. Mary, did she tell us to close her eyes? I think so. I think so. <laughs> I'm like, we've seen this before and we are in a public 
place where people screaming at her other people are like trying to watch the movie too and like it was so she's blocking it and like god bless my mom right like that's amazing like mama bear like trying to protect us but like really from what we're like right like like, we've already had sex mom no i'm kidding (laughs) no but it's yeah remember when i asked you about that blowjob mom no well yeah all my answers were in that movie no i'm just kidding oh my god oh that is humiliating It, it really was did people react around her you would get arrested this day and age for something like that i'd like be land in the plane somewhere for sure she was blocking that screen with all her might and she's very thin and little and she was doing her best that is hysterical sorry to all those passengers on that american airlines flight (laughs) flight 1517 headed to oahu hopefully you got to see that good scene Got to see more than just meet Joe Black that night. You got uh-huh. to meet Mary Rita, too. I mean, that's crazy. Talk about a mama bear. You know, you know, for sure. She really did not want you guys knowing about sex. That is really funny. Guys, it's funny if, as long as you weren't there, okay? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to be real funny on this podcast. Um, yeah, that's true. I'm like sweating thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> now? Yeah, no joke. I'd like to need more deodorant. (laughs) When we were growing up, our mom drove this giant cherry red Suburban that she picked out specifically because she wanted to be able to find her car in the parking lot with it being red now. So I'm sure you had some kind of vehicle that took you all around to all your various things, being three kids. What was the family car? Emily. Oh, it was a sexy Ford white Windstar Ooh. with one sliding door because two wasn't safe. Oh. I was like, well, mm-hmm. and guys, no joke. There was a, op- there was a CD player. Wasn't that the CD player yeah, one? It was optional. Yeah. It was not like, CD players. Oh, forget that. What? What's a CD? So we got the tape deck. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. No, she said it would never catch on. Yeah, she yeah, never catch, would never catch on. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it would never catch on. And then the two sliding doors, she, the dangerous part, which said then you could hit, get hit like really from both sides, right? Like if the kids were jumping out of the car, oh. they could go into oncoming traffic. Oh, right? the doors right. just mm-hmm. flew open. But right. I bet Spike was always in the non-sliding door because that was safe. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it was a white Windstar. That one doesn't stand out in a parking lot like a red suburban. Um, yes, it does. Because when everybody had like the Chryslers with the two sliding doors, you're like, oh, wait, there's mine over there. <laughs> you got to go around, guys. <laughs> guys, with the tape deck, with the tape deck. Uh-huh. Right. I didn't even know you could have just one sliding door on a minivan. But hmm. and did that become your car when you were teenagers? Oh, yeah, it did. Lucky us. Oh, yeah. Emily, Emily do you want to explain what happened? Our our car saga. What? When you were driving it and you ripped the bumper off? No, no, I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I'm talking about how oh. we how we got gifted the Ford Windstar. Hmm, that's nice. So Emily and I love cars, right? Like we knew from like the minute we were like 13, like we got to save up for a car, right? And we had the van probably when we were 13. So um, we would babysit. We'd save half of our money, and then we. Um, 
thought, okay, if we save enough, maybe we can get a Ford um, Explore. At the Ooh. time, those were really high. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're like, oh, we're going to do this. So um, we had randomly, we collected Beanie Babies as kids. <laughs> so weird, right? We collected oh, we Beanie too. Babies. Yeah. So we, but we kept the tags on ours. Right? Oh, yeah. You have to, or else they're not authentic. Well, so we had quite the collection. So my dad put an ad in the newspaper. And we sold those Beanie Babies. At one point, the collection was, they said, worth, you know, like $100,000. Something crazy. Oh, yes. Something crazy, right? Like, okay. who's going to pay $100,000 yeah. for these stuffed animals? But um, he met some lady. We met some lady in, like, the Jewel parking lot, which is, like, the grocery store. So the Jewel or Walmart. I don't know. Right? I don't know. But anyway, so we popped the trunk open. It's like a drug deal or something. <laughs> this is shady. Yeah. We popped the trunk open, and lady's like, all right, all right. Here, here's the deal. She had like said she was going to give us like seven grand, I think. Oh my but she, God. She, so she wrote us a check for like four I, or something. I don't know. Maybe it was seven. I think it was like five. I don't know. I feel like it should be. I I I it felt like a lot of money for us, right? Yeah. For, for Beanie Babies. I mean, my mouth is wide open right now. So we're pumped. We're like, yes, put that check in our account. We're going to get like a used Explorer. We're pumped. You know, a little time goes on. We're still saving. Like our birthday's getting closer. So we're like, talking to my dad and mom we're like so like we should really you know start talking about a car and they're like yeah we really should start talking about a car <laughs> and uh they're like we think you guys should uh, take the van oh god and we're like what come again yeah <laughs> the one-doored van yeah oh yeah with the tape player <laughs> yeah. so they're like this is a great car it's real safe and I'm like so is an explorer yeah. <laughs> um but what we didn't know is that summer when my parents redid the basement. <gasps> no. Oh, yes. <laughs> the Beanie Baby money. <laughs> Bastards. You know, and in hindsight, we were real. We we were angry, yeah. angry. But, you know, that basement, we did use it a lot and it came in handy. But I cannot I cannot believe our parents did that. I mean, and granted, they did a lot of amazing right. things, but we were traumatized. Oh, Wow. So then, to retaliate, were you extra naughty when you went down to the basement in high school? I, I think maybe so. <laughs> I think we made sure that basement was used very well. Did so. they regret building that basement when you graduated high school? <laughs> they might have. They might have been like, shoot, we should have given the Explorer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. There would have been less room for yeah. danger in the Explorer. For sure. Right. For sure. <laughs> We, we showed them. <laughs> Speaking from experience, I've done a lot of bad things in an explorer before. <laughs> Who hasn't? <laughs> an explorer didn't keep me out of trouble. Well, let's go back to when we were at a friend's house and Mary was driving like a bat out of hell, reversing out of the driveway. And she hit the bumper on the fire hydrant and ripped <gasps> off the bumper. Oh, my God. It happens. For real. And so because the bumper just ripped off the Ford Windstar, we <laughs> opened that one sliding door, put the bumper in and drove it. <laughs> Was the water spewing everywhere? From no, the fire luckily, hydrant? no. But oh, luckily, no. I thought they could just pop that bad boy back on. Mm -mm. Yeah, right, right. She's like, we pulled in the driver's like, oh, what happened to the car? I'm like, Mary, Mary yeah, she was mad. Yeah, but I'm like, we have the piece. Not a big deal. <laughs> It's not a Lego car. Eric, go get the duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mary <laughs> thought it was a Lego car. Just pop it right back on. It'll be fine. Whatever. We can just pop it back on. We can just pop it back on. Stop it. We're popping it back on. I have a funny story to tell about our big red suburban. Mm -hmm. Not the snowball story again. No, no, no. Come on. I'm not an amateur. Courtney will give her two cents about this, but I remember... My mom used to go walk around the YMCA uh, track 
And she and Courtney were up there one day evening walking around and they had the red suburban and there was some cute boy that was kind of lurking around the cars. There was always people up there. You know, there was games and stuff like that happening. And Courtney's like, oh, that guy's going to get and they're walking. And then all of a sudden he breaks into the car. (laughs) We watch him. No. Take over. We watch this hot guy break into my mom's suburban and grab our purses and drive away. <laughs> Do you like break the windows to get it? I don't know. Or you guys like left I it think he, I, I actually think he, think he did. Yeah, I think he did. And yeah. we're like watching it in slow motion. Oh my God. Oh my, what? <laughs> what? Oh, oh. And like it was just this whole transpiring of events that went from like, ooh, I'm going to go. Talk Say to hello. that guy to his number. Him stealing our belongings. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> Did you get him? Oh, she was so mad. Well, that's my driver's license. My, I had two hundred dollars. I mean, god damn it! You know, she was right. real mad. Yeah. Did you find it like strewn? No. You know what? I feel like I don't know. I can't. We'd I have do, to I ask. do not recall, but I, that did happen. We'll ask Mama Ashley after this. That is so funny. Since you are identical twins, I'm curious to know if you were ever able to use that to your advantage to get yourself out of trouble. With Mama Mary. Yeah, especially with Mama Mary. Oh, yeah. Did you, were, you p- were you able to pull the wool over Mama Mary's eyes? Yeah. Her eyes and many others. For years, she did not know one of the, the naughty things that we did. Until actually, remember, until a few years ago. Do tell, Mary. Okay, here's the deal. So because we're identical twins in high school, when we would take like the ACT or SAT, mm-hmm. Emily begged me, begged me to take it for her. Right. She's yeah. Like, she's and like, you didn't. I know I didn't. I didn't. So she has morals. Well, <laughs> does she? I don't know. I think I just didn't want to sit there for three hours and take another test. True. So I was like, no way, Emily, I'm not doing it. She's like, there's no way anybody would know. So, well, I kept that in the back of my mind <laughs> because a few years later, um, I was coming back from um, school and Emily and I went to different colleges. And at the time, I, need, we, I was applying for a new job or a job. I was the senior. And they said, OK, great. You uh, you've come in, you've interviewed. Everything's gone really well. But now you have to come in and um, do a drug test. And um, I was like, wait, come again. <laughs> I, I'm a senior. I'm like pretty much done with school. Like I'm having a good You're time. Having a good I'm time. having a good time. I, I go to school in a small town in Wisconsin. There's not much to do, guys. A joint may have been passed at some point. Yeah. You know, hey, yeah. my parents went to that same school. We're St. Norbert College. Yeah. It was secondhand smoke. They were hot boxing. <laughs> For sure. You know, yeah. <laughs> no, it was not me. It was not me. So um, I needed to come home. And take you a- didn't inhale. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I needed to come home and uh, take a drug test. And it's over um, a break. And uh, I call Emily up. I'm like, hey, I need you to do me a solid. <laughs> She's like, what? What? And I go, I will give you 50 bucks. Did it pay her? Yeah. I will oh take God. you and your boyfriend to lunch. But I really need you to do this for me. And she's like, oh, she's like, they'll know it's it's not you. And I'm like, Emily, there's no way if I give you my ID mm-hmm. that you can't take my drug test. <laughs> oh, this so is she's awesome. like, all right, fine. So we go. I give her the ID. She goes in. We go to lunch. I think everything is cool. Well, it's not. <gasps> no, not for the reasons you think. OK, so we have a couple problems, right? Oh, boy. Uh huh. So she'd been blowing lines all night. No, (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> quite, quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. So my sister over here drank too much water. <laughs> what? So the company calls me back like two days later, whenever we get the results. And they're like, um, well, I'm not really sure what happened, but it's inconclusive. Oh, no. oh my God. What, it came out because mm. she because she, tr- she had too much water. Is that what she had too much of? So, yeah. So it didn't even count. And I had given her, she still had the 50 bucks. I'm like, I want my money back. <laughs> so anyways, apparently she had had some guilt and had a little conversation with my dad. Oh, oh. And, and t- because I think okay, she was, she was worried. very open, he but was she was worried. Open. She's worried. She's worried that like the police are going to come to our house and like arrest her. <laughs> so but it's your ID. But it's my ID. Right. It's my job on the line that I didn't even take. So um, my dad calls me like, you know, to go for a walk with him. And he's like, we need to talk about something. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, God, what I do, what I do, like not thinking anything about what's yeah. been going on. And he's like. Um, yeah, Emily, Emily filled me in. I go, what? I want my 50 bucks back. This is crazy. (laughs) And he's like, I'm like, don't tell mom, dad. You can't tell mom. And like, it's so funny because either she played along with it really, really well for years. Yeah. Because it finally came up a couple years ago. And I can't remember if she acted like she didn't, or she's like, she acted like she didn't know, but my dad tells my dad yeah. and mom tell each other everything. Right. But my mom was just so cool about it yeah. that she never said a word to me, which actually was really quite sweet. Well, mm-hmm. like you said, she went to the same college. Right. Totally. So totally. it could have easily been her yes, needing I, someone else to take maybe the she test. Was, yeah, maybe she was being understanding. But right. She, yeah, but she never said a word about it. Maybe she failed a pee test somewhere along <laughs> the lines. That's what I'm saying. You know, it could happen to anybody. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> that's really good. That is. You're bad girls. I know. I kind of love it. But I, I still like can't believe you had to pay her $50. I know. You never gave that. What did you use that $50 for? Who knows? But at 50 bucks, that was a pretty cheap rate. That would have been like 200 <laughs> this day and age. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, we got a flat tire. My boyfriend at the time, who I'm now married to, had to come and change the tire in the parking lot. So I'm just saying... The whole thing was a debacle. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a cluster. Mm-hmm. I think it was like sweating when I was handing him the ID. I mean, it was pretty scary. <laughs> did you have to go back and take another test? Yeah, I did. I did. You personally, not so, Emily. No, not there. They made me go to like a facility in like Green Bay. But um, I, de- I had my girlfriend take me to GN- GN- GNC. Yeah, and, we and got some, like a bunch of. She got me some like raspberry yeah. pills or something yeah, at the yeah. time. But that, that, that probably didn't help, but. That's probably the scariest pee of your life. It was, but it all, you know, I passed with flying colors. I don't know. There, there have been a few since George was born that you <laughs> Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> Those are scary too. Some scary Those are scary too. Well. Um, that's a whole other kind of fear. I never had to take a drug test. Have you, Court? Mm, I don't know. I don't recall. But thank God I haven't. I know, me too. <laughs> I wouldn't have passed. Uh, Yeah, back in the day. That's all I'm saying. Or last week. Yeah. We're getting a little color of the Bechet twins and some trouble that they kind of got into. So who is the more devious twin? Hmm. (laughs) Silence. I think... 
Emily was definitely the one going to like the bars way earlier than me. Okay. Like all that kind like of stuff. Fake ID, fake ID, like no. College. Yeah. Yeah. I had used a fake ID freshman year of college. My mom called and she was like, What are you doing tonight? And I was like, Oh, I'm just going to the library. She's like, Really? I said, Yep, yep, I'm going to the library. And then I called her crying because it was the bar I was at was raided by the state police. And oh I had to do it was like a $220 ticket, 40 hours of community service. And then because you signed your name when you walked into this bar, um, then we were sued. I was like, Dad, I'm going to get sued. I need oh, a lawyer. Shoot. He's like, no, you're not. That's a lie. And I was like, no, I really am getting sued. I need a lawyer. So that was probably like the biggest thing I ever got in trouble for. Did your mother, did she get mad or was she understanding? Was she compassionate? Oh, no, she was mad because she was like, uh, I thought you were going to the library. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. you guys put her through a lot. Poor Mary Rita. No, but I did forget when I did get in trouble with her. It, it has to do with the van again. Mm. Everything, everything leads back to the Fort Windstar, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were doing summer school, like, and um, trying to make up some, like, credits. We were taking chemistry. And uh, we decided to skip summer school one day. Mm. Uh, <gasps> oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> went with a girlfriend, and um, she, I decided I wanted to get my cartilage pierced. Mm. So my girlfriend said, um, yeah, I'm her... Um, Parental legal guardian. Le- legal guardian. So, Your like, friends, yeah, that? yeah, that's like really my Idiots. girlfriend Maureen. Teenagers are like, oh my God, the same age, same grade, same age. Like, no, you had to be 18. Yeah, but she was older. Yeah, she was like, oh, she was older. Her birthday was in May. <laughs> so, she was older. <laughs> and we're September. So, she's like, yeah, I'm her legal guardian. So, I get my cartilage pierced. I think I look like really cool. So, I get home and like, I'm like, okay, like, oh, okay. So, I got to tell you something. And she's like, okay. Am I telling my mom? And I'm like, uh, well, I didn't, I, I did something today. And she's like, well, uh, what'd you do? And I'm like, well, I got my cartilage pierced. She's like, you did what? <laughs> you did what? Like we are in a very like conservative household, one piercing oh, prayer, yeah, right. and you're good. Right. Like, right. Like, right. that's it. And so I, I showed her and she was just devastated. <laughs> like I could not have done anything worse at this point. So she's like, well, this is not okay. And I'm like, well, mom, I really like it. And um, I'm going to keep it. And she's like, oh, no, you're not. And I go, well, you can't make me take it out. And she's like, yeah, you know what? I I don't have to make you take it out, but I'm not going to look at it. I go, what do you mean you're not going to look at it? (laughs) She's like, anytime we're in the car, you're not next. Like, you're not going to sit in the front seat. You're in the back seat because I don't want to see it. She's like, (laughs) like, you are not allowed to drive my vehicle because you don't listen. And so she had to drive me to my job at the Gap. I wasn't allowed to use the shared cell phone that Emily and I had. It was a real tough love for about a month. I was going to say, how long was she able to keep this up? Almost a month. And then we're like on a road trip going to visit my aunt up in Minnesota. And like, I've just had about enough at this point. And like, it was like, whose will stronger? My mom's or, you know, or mine. And I finally had to give up the ruse and I... I, I took it out and I cried. You cave, I cried. You I cried. I, I, I cried. Yeah. But you know what? Wow. I needed access to the van. Yeah. I needed. <laughs> I needed. It. And Emily was loving life because she got to use the van. I was going to say, it worked out for me. I was like, keep it. It looks so cool. Yeah, it looks awesome. It was like, she was like the don't, devil. Don't listen to her. Shoulder. She was. She was the, the little strong, devil. Mary, you uh, got this. And then she's like telling me, Mom, oh, I can't believe she did that. It's awful. 
Emily. But I will say I applaud Mary Rita. I applaud old Mary because she set a boundary and she stuck with it. And you little assholes kept trying to go outside the lines and, you know, break the rules. She kept you in line. And I think that is good parenting. Mad props. God, you you could have been worse than us. No, there's no way. There's no way. It's really not. Now it's dessert time, and we want to close out the show with some rapid-fire questions. Dun-dun-dun. Mary, let's start with you. Give us one word to describe Mama Mary Rita. Selfless. Emily? That was a good one. (laughs) It's rapid, Emily. I know, but you, all right, you know what? That's not fair when you just use that good one. This one always stumps people. First thing to come to mind. I was going to say comforting. Like she is always there. Like if you're having a bad day, she like, she just knows it. Like she just, Aww, I feel like sweet. she's there to come. I don't know. She's very comforting. Even with my kids, like I was having a bad day the other day and I was like yelling at them because <laughs> they were being so naughty and she drove them to tutoring. And then she's like, you know what? I'm just going to take them to dinner if they want to go to dinner. And she did. And it was really nice. And even though they were really being naughty, like they didn't hand in their assignments. And if that was me, I would have been grounded for a month, but not them. She comforted them and took them for cheeseburgers and dessert. And she was very kind to them because she knew I wasn't being very kind. (laughs) So she's very comforting. I don't know. She's That's really sweet. Emily, who's her favorite child? I think it depends on the time. Oh, no way. <laughs> Mary obviously has a different you opinion. You don't think so? No, it's either you or Spike, clearly. Oh, it's definitely Spike. <laughs> it's definitely Spike. Who makes Mama Mary laugh the most? Mary. Ooh, like out of between me and Emily or like in just in general? Out of all three of y'all. Uh, probably Emily. For sure. That's hard because you're both so funny. Is Spike funny? No, he's very serious. Next question. No, he's funny. No, he's funny. No, yeah, he's more serious. Emily, what is the best advice your mother's ever given you? I know it's a hard one. You can take a minute. You want to phone a friend? (laughs) Can we do a team thing here? Because like team. Yeah, of course. I think it's more like she always said to be kind. You know, like, because then you're never embarrassed if you see somebody years later. Like, it's always about it. She's always said like, just if you're if you're kind to someone, you you never have to worry, right? Like, oh, that's so and, good. no, and it's so true. It is it's so true. Like, and she has always said, "Kill them with kindness," or mm. just kindness has always been my mom's like motto. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Because you never want to be embarrassed when you see someone twenty years later and you know them. That's beautiful. I'm going to use that more often with my kids. What is one thing that people don't know about your mom, Emily? I think that. She can be kind of wild, don't you think, Mary? Kind of wild? I think they know she's going to be wild, though. I've never really, I've never seen it. Oh, no, she has a really fun streak, for sure. She can. I feel like when you meet her, she seems pretty straight-laced, but she can be pretty wild, and so I think it's fun. It's fun. It's like a secret. Like as in she's doing body shots or streaking (laughs) or... The worm. (laughs) I don't know. I just think that she can be, she can... Cut loose. Cut loose more than you would think. Okay, I love that. I love that too. 
Bechet twins. We cannot thank you enough for being here. It is such an honor to have you both as friends, as sisters, and to have you in our lives and your kids in our lives who we love so much. And I know that there's going to be many more memories to come and we can't wait to incorporate Mama Mary into those. So thank you so much for spending this time with us. We love you both so much. We really do. It it really means the world to us that you come and share these stories with us. And we've got some gems in there. This was great. We love you both. Love you. Love your show. Love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for having us. So fun. Hey, Wit. Love you. Love your show. Hey, Court. I love you. I love your show. Thank you so much for listening to Hey Sis, Eat This. If you LOL'd, peed your pants a little bit, or even smirked, please hit subscribe if you haven't already. And feel free to rate and review, but only if it's positive. Also, visit our website for recipes and to sign up for our newsletter at HeySisEatThis.com. And don't forget to call into the Hey Sis hotline at 866 4 hey with funny mama stories or kitchen conundrums of your own.